Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of The Daily Optimist. Today is Wednesday, it is the middle of the week, and it is also Veterans Day here in the U.S. So I would like to take a moment and say thank you to all the veterans who have served, uh, who are currently serving as well. We truly appreciate all that you do to make sure that we can um, have all of all of our freedoms. It is uh, something that uh, some take for granted sometimes, but today let us take a moment to remember that there are people who have fought and died for us and there are people who are still doing the same to this day. So we appreciate all veterans. We appreciate you active military members as well. Uh, so just in case, you know, you uh, don't feel appreciated by some of the policies that we have here in the U.S. Hopefully those will get better for you and um, just know that you are appreciated by the people. And if you are not in the military and you are a military family, we appreciate you as well, the sacrifices that you have to make for being a military family. We know it can't be easy and we appreciate you as well and all the sacrifices you make. So, just wanted to make sure I said that on behalf of as many people as I can speak for. I want to put that out there for you. So thank you very much. Alright, so welcome on this Veterans Day. We're going to get to some stories in just a moment. I just want to say I appreciate you all tuning in. I hope that you are having a good day. As the world uh, sees restrictions and lockdowns grow for coronavirus in the U.S., we are at alarming rates once again and hospitalizations and it is going to be a tumultuous uh, time coming up as we move into the holiday season so I'll talk more about that but just please remember to stay safe as much as possible stay vigilant and uh, wear your mask properly distance and if you um, can order takeout from restaurants please help restaurants out that way and you know small businesses if you can order online or over the phone even i don't know depends on the business just help the businesses out we truly need help in this country with those kinds of things and let's help each other out all right now we're gonna get into it thank you for joining me my name of course is elijah manning and you are listening to the daily optimist story I'd like to talk about comes from Hong Kong. So in Hong Kong, there have been some pro-democracy lawyers and lawmakers that have been ousted by the Chinese national government. So we know of the protests that have been happening in Hong Kong, and um, that is to originally, you know, the whole, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They were attempting to have it be Anybody who committed a crime could be extradited into Hong Kong law as opposed to, uh, I mean, sorry, to Chinese law from Beijing as opposed to just uh, Hong Kong. They wanted to extradite people if they had made their way into Hong Kong. So there were protests, we know from that. Uh, there has been an, ex uh, an exorbitant amount of protesting going on for pro-democracy, and there have been... Um, numerous um, 
people that have been taken from journalists and things of that nature and have been uh, brought out and, you know, taken away from being pro-democracy uh, party and forced into uh, jails and prisons and things. So now there are some uh, lawmakers that have been removed and now there are more of the opposition lawmakers deciding to resign to protest the expulsion of the four fellow pro-democracy legislators that Beijing has decided are secessionists. So that's one of the things that Beijing has done is made it illegal to be a secessionist. So these lawyers are basic, or these lawmakers are basically saying, um, we would rather resign and be, uh, you know, held accountable for being pro-democratic than to uh, basically allow this Beijing rule to uh, come in and take away our our uh, pro-democracy uh, rights and desires. So um, if you're not familiar with the history of Hong Kong at all, it used to be a British colony, but then it was returned to China in 1997, but the territory was granted protections uh, being able to self-govern itself, uh, self-govern itself, uh, redundant much. Uh, but Beijing has been slowly working their way to um, basically have their laws pertain to uh, Hong Kong as well. But there has been constant fight going on. And um, a quote from one of the lawmakers with the last name Wu has said, there is a separation of powers under the basic law, but today the central government's decision means separation of powers will be taken away. All the power will be centralized in the chief executive, a puppet of the central government. So today is the end of one country, two systems. All right. So they are basically saying that this is coming to the end game where if they are not allowed to be pro-democracy, uh, then Beijing is coming for them. And they said that this is, they're basically saying that this is um, starting towards the, uh, how he puts it, march to the end. So Hong Kong is fighting for their, their own freedoms in a different way than, uh, you know, some other countries. But uh, nonetheless, they are fighting for their pro-democracy. So we will uh, continue to keep our eyes on that situation. My second story is going to come about um, racism in America. And I know I talk about this, but there's some stories that we need to discuss. There are three uh, police officers in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that were just placed on administrative leave after an LSU football player has uh, come out and said that they violated him at gunpoint. So he uh, wrote on Saturday night that he was approached by officers who um, assumed he, quote-unquote, had a gun and drugs. And then he says, I was violated, uh, sorry, his name is Coy Moore, and he says, I was violated numerous times, even as going as far as trying to unzip my pants in search of a weapon that I repeatedly told them I did not have. And he says that, uh, he goes on to talk about how he was attempting to uh, film this, but uh, the, the police snatched his phone and, um, you know, wouldn't let him film it. And he says, I could have lost my life, and I know for a fact that nothing would have happened to the guys who did it. You know, uh, 
And that's a sentiment that many individuals of color feel, especially black males feel, uh, not just black males, you know, there are black females and there are other minorities who feel the same way that um, when they're stopped by police, it is life or death. So, you know, um, it's great that they were put on administrative leave as there is a um, investigation going on about this. I don't know what's going to happen. Thankfully, Coy Moore did not lose his life over this incident. That is um, not to be lost here. But the fact is, because he's a young black man, he automatically must have drugs and, and a weapon. And that's, you know, racial profiling at its finest. And that is something we still have yet to deal with in this country. Um... You know, at the same time, uh, Major League Baseball, Tony LaRusa, Tony LaRusa, he is a um, you know, World Series winning coach. He is arrested for DUI. Now he is actually hurting people, and he gets arrested, so this is a good thing. But he is trying to use his privilege as a um, World Series winning head coach to get out of it. You know, and this, you know, these two things are are just to be pointed out that you know this young man from LSU he was able to say that he plays football for LSU and eventually they kind of stopped but if he hadn't played what would have happened you know Tony LaRusa he gets to be hired as a new manager of Chicago White Sox so this part doesn't always have to do with with race in particular but it is a interesting anecdote to to know that um you know, the, the privilege in one hand, you know, because he gets to maintain his job, at least as of recording this, as the head coach for the Chicago White Sox, uh, which they just hired him knowing that he had this arrest and was trying to use his position of power to uh, not be arrested, knowing that he still got his job when there is, you know, already a lack of minority coaches in baseball. Um, well, in all sports, but baseball specific. So here's somebody who gets, who's in a position of privilege. He gets to use his privilege and still maintains his job. Um, not quite the same as the story about the uh, college football player. I just want to highlight some disparities. And uh, in a small town here, in where I'm from here in the Northeast, Connecticut, there is a protests that has have been happening kind of weekly. I'm not certain on all of it, but um, one of the protests for Black Lives Matter, there was a, he was a, um, I believe he was a member of the fire department at the time. He drove up into the crowd, didn't hit anybody, thankfully, but, you know, instantly got out of his car, started yelling at the uh, Black Lives Matter protesters, you know, was ripping signs out of hands and, you know, yelling in people's faces and also, just recently, there was another one who, another person who came to the Black Lives Matter rally that they were having, or protest, and he threw a uh, rope down at the feet of a black woman. I paused just so you can understand that he threw a rope down at the feet of a black woman. Yeah, okay. So the first person... The fire department person was also looking to be a, uh, a a ranking official in the in the town, 
and uh, they were looking to allow him to happen. And uh, I personally know somebody who went and she spoke very eloquently and passionately against this. And uh, the town made the right decision in not letting him on the the uh, council. He was basically looking to be, um, you know, in a position of power that could be very detrimental to any minorities. And so thankfully, the the town did the right thing and didn't let him on the council. I'm not saying he has to be ousted from the town, but I'm certainly saying he shouldn't be in a position of power if he feels that strongly against uh, black and brown individuals. So, there's that. So I just want to highlight that because even as, you know, we are looking towards having a new president and um, a new vice president, right now they're just the elect, but as we're looking towards and we're hoping that they can bring some some healing, most of it is going to be done at those smaller levels, okay? So... Remember that uh, just because somebody in the highest position agrees with you and your morals and your values doesn't mean that at the same local levels they agree. So we have to always remember that fight is continuous and we want to make sure that all people are treated equally, okay? All people. Alright, enough of my rant on that. But just keep working. All right, I'm going to come back in just a moment with some positive news for the day. My first positive news story comes about veterans. So those veterans I I was thanking before, they now... It's just been announced by the Department of Veteran Affairs that they, the U.S. military veterans and Gold Star families are going to be given a lifetime of free access to national parks, wildlife refuges, and other federal lands managed by the Department of the Interior starting today and uh, you know, right now, this year, today, and every day from here on out. All right, so Secretary of Interior David L. Bernhardt said, with the utmost respect and gratitude, we are granting veterans and Gold Star families free access to the iconic and treasured lands they fought to protect starting this Veterans Day and every single day thereafter. All right, so all national parks, they won't have to pay any fees um, for whatever the case may be. There's no fees for them to have to pay. They get to enjoy all the parks which are approximately 2,000 public locations across uh, more than 400 million acres of public lands. You can, um, you know, all sorts of things from uh, hiking, fishing, paddling, biking, hunting, stargazing, climbing, whatever it is. They now have access to them from here on out for free. So there we go. Uh, Thank you to the Secretary of the Interior for doing that. And uh, makes you wonder what, what, why that wasn't a thing before, but... That's neither here nor there. It is finally a thing. So if you are a veteran, please take that opportunity, use it, get yourself to those parks for free whenever, however, with your families. All right. And enjoy your time out in the, uh, at those parks and maybe it'll be beneficial to you. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of veterans that battle PTSD and maybe being able to have those, that kind of amenity will be very beneficial for them. I don't know. I'm just hoping. Um, So 
use it, okay? My second positive story is comes from the battle that has been going on since August. What? Positive news story? Battle, battle? Oh, yeah. This is a drum battle between Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, formerly drummer for Nirvana. He is now the front man for uh, Foo Fighters. You may have seen him. He was just on um, Saturday Night Live this past week. And a young 10-year-old girl named Nandy. All right, she is from England, and she is an extraordinary drummer. She's been playing since she's five. And uh, she posted a video drumming along to one of the Foo Fighters hit songs, uh, Everlong. And Dave Grohl saw it and responded to her. And uh, they've had a little back and forth, so he matched her rendition. You know, he was uh, drumming the same way she was. And then he sent her a video where he was doing something and then she battled back and they were going back and forth for a little while um so then he wrote her a little song and you know used his daughters to sing back up and then she wrote a song for him and uh so his song uh, you know he played it rather i said that and then uh her song which she called rock and roll and she played on her music video, she sang, played guitar, bass, and the keyboard. All right, so she plays all those instruments as well. So he was super impressed by all this, and he uh, responded, I am down, but I'm not out. Your epic song will definitely be hard to beat, but I think I know just what to do. So they had a video call that was hosted by New York Times, and they were able to meet for the first time. And he said, I get to meet a rock star, oh my god. And she's giggling, and she's so super cute, and it's just such a heartwarming, fun video. I would recommend that you watch this video. It is, if, if it doesn't make you smile, then I don't know what will. So, uh, in the course of their conversations, he also said, I have a question. When the Foo Fighters finally come back to the UK, do you think you would get up on stage and jam with us? And she said, yes, definitely, 100%. And he tells her that it's going to have to wait till the end of the set because if she's on the beginning, well, then it's all downhill from there. And she loves it. And then they said they're going to create a rock song together. Should it be fast or slow? And she said fast. And, of course, he said, yeah. And uh, it's just such a such a heartwarming video. And she's so super cute. And, you know, he is so – he is having so much fun talking to her and learning about her and she is just such a dynamite little young girl and it is extraordinary to watch the video how how super excited she is but i almost feel like he was more excited uh, so i recommend finding the video and watching it okay all right that's your positive news for the day i will be back in just a moment and we will talk about your positive step for the day All right, time for your positive self-care step of the day, whatever you'd like to call it. So it's going to be one uh, that goes along with what I've been saying for the week. You know, you've gathered your team, you've gathered your ideas, and now you may want to change the world. 
but you're not going to be able to change the world in one moment. Instead, you're going to be able to change one moment in the world. Okay, so determine that first step and how you can accomplish that goal. So I want you to take that first step and it could be, you know, whether you are trying to hold your own protest and, you know, there's three of you out there. That's fine. That's okay. That happened. But still use that moment to learn and grow. It could be you're trying to hold a food drive and maybe only three donations come in. That's okay. That's okay. This is your first step. You're getting into something and it doesn't mean you're going to stop. It means that you're learning. This is a process. And each moment you, you make that positive uh, connection will lead you to being able to have another positive moment that you can build on from the previous, okay? So keep building it one moment at a time. So today, find that one moment and uh, capitalize on it because it will lead you to the next moment that you might even be able to grow even more off of. All right, there you go. So take, take that time, take that one moment, accomplish one of those things today. Even if it's not as big as you'd like it to be, that's okay. It starts somewhere. All right, I'll be back in just a moment with your positive quote for the day. It's time for your positive quote for the day. So the positive quote today comes from Mother Mary Teresa. Mother Mary Teresa was a missionary and a nun who spent her whole life uh, trying to help other people. She is um, has been sainted, is sainthood, well, whatever that may, word may be, but uh, she was an incredibly amazing person who set her her goals to make sure that other people had even if she didn't okay so her quote goes like this if you can't feed a hundred people then feed just one all right one more time if you can't feed a hundred people then feed just one so just like i was saying in your positive step for the day you don't have to change the world in a moment. Just make a moment to change the world. Okay? It's one moment, one simple solitary thing. And like I said, even giving um, three cans of food to somebody who doesn't have food is important. It is important work. It is thankful work. And maybe you can grow from there and expand. All right? Just because it's only one thing doesn't mean it's the end all it means you can keep going maybe you feed one person at a time one day you get to feed somebody maybe two days later you get to feed somebody else and so on and so forth okay just you have to keep moving forward but if you don't start with one then you'll never get to anybody so one more time if you can't feed a hundred people then feed just one Thank you very much for making it through this episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know what you're waiting for. Make sure you do hit that subscribe button right now. I appreciate that. 
Also, if you ever want to follow me, you can do so on Facebook. I am at The Daily Optimist Podcast on Facebook. On Instagram and Twitter, I am at The Daily Opt Pod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. You ever want to share something with me? Email me, thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. Thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. Share with your stories. Share something, a uh, favorite quote. Tell me where I'm right. Tell me where I'm wrong. Have at it. All right. I appreciate that. But also... When we subscribe, we have to do three things overall. We have to rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share with anybody who needs a little positivity and optimism in their day. Thank you very much, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Veterans Day. Thank you, Vets, one last time. Until next time, everybody, please be well.